Hey, welcome to the official podcast of St. Luke Amy Church located in Garland, Texas. I am Pastor Amos St. John. And I am Pastor Jasmine St. John. We are the lead pastors of St. Luke Garland. And we're so excited that you have decided to listen to this podcast. Listen, we pray that the message you are about to hear will bless you right where you are. If you want to know any more information about our church, you can visit us at stlukegarland.org. Now, get ready for the word. Praise the Lord, St. Luke. Pastor Amos here. Listen, we're here in Orlando getting things uh, started on the tech side for our general conference, as, as Pastor Jasmine forementioned. But listen, we have a word for you today. Yes, we have a word for you today. Let's turn to our Bibles. Let's go to the book of Matthew and chapter seven. And I'll be reading from verses seven through eight in the King James Version. Yes, Matthew seven, verses seven through eight in the King James Version. And it says this, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and ye shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. I like to read in the New Living Translation, so I want to share on the New Living Translation side. That same Matthew verse, Matthew seven, Matthew chapter seven, uh, verses seven through eight in the New Living Translation. It says, "Keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking, and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives; everyone who seeks finds; and to everyone who knocks, the door will be." open. Let's pray. Let's pray. Father, today we ask for your hand of, of blessing on today to those who are standing or sitting or listening to this word. Let every word speak to their hearts, to their situation. Let every word represent your kingdom. Let it pierce the hearts of the unsaved. Let it inspire the lost to be found. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight. O Lord, you are my strength and you are my redeemer. And then in your name we pray. Amen. Ask, seek, and knock. You know, I've come today to encourage you today. How many people here need some encouragement? I want to remind you that God wants you to stop worrying and start living your best life. You know, too many of us waste seconds, hours, minutes, days, weeks, months, even years hesitating and operating out of fear because, you, you know, you, 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 you've gone through some bad experiences. So you operate out of fear, not faith. So instead of saying yes, you say no. <laughs> you think impossibility instead of thinking possibility. Basically, you're looking at that glass half empty instead of half full. Like I said, I know many of us has experienced disappointment. I've experienced disappointment. You've been discouraged. I've been discouraged. I've been hurt. You've been hurt. I've been rejected. You've been rejected. You've been let down. You've been let go. I've been let go. But guess what? You're still here today. 
Say it. I am still here today, despite of the attacks of the enemy, despite, despite of the attacks of, 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 of the enemy, the snares, the obstacles, the weapons, they form, but they did not prosper. So you are still here today. And the time has come for you to replace your discouragement with hope. Exchange your sadness with joy. Stop operating out of those areas of weaknesses and start operating in your strengths. Get rid of chaos and replace it with the peace of God. Be transformed. Renew your mind today. Um, you know, at my job, they, they, we do a disc test and we do a lot of things. And I'm realizing that based on the results of these tests, the personality tests and see where your strengths and weaknesses are, I realize that I am uh, a problem solver. I like to fix stuff. <laughs> and so I realize that's how I'm wired. So, you know, you know I, when I run into an issue that requires fixing, I run to it and I go in there with everything in my ability to find a solution. And try to place uh, 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 place everything towards a path of a solution from the problem. So, but the older I get, I realize that there will be times where I can't solve the problem. I'll have to do the first point of my message today is ask. I know as a man, sometimes it's hard for, for us men to ask. <laughs> my wife, Patsy Jasmine, will always make, make, make jokes with me and say, hey, all you had to do was ask. Yes. I have a problem asking because I am a problem solver. I will find a solution and I will solve it myself. Pray my strength, y'all. <laughs> but yes, sometimes you have to ask. How many people know there is power in what you speak? In the month of May, we went through the whole book of Proverbs. But I, I specifically remember in chapter 18 of Proverbs, verses 21, it says, Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. In the LLT, the New Living Translation, it says, The tongue can bring death or life. Those who love to talk will reap the consequences. Woo. So be careful what you say and what you speak over your life. Be careful what you pray and ask for. Because if you're the type to ask for what someone else has, hey, Pat, uh, hey, God, I, I like that car that so-and-so, a sister so-and-so, a brother so-and-so have. I want that. Um, and, 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 and Or ask God why uh, uh, so-and-so is blessed and, and I'm over here struggling. You're looking at the grass being green over here. You have no clue what that person had to go through. You have no clue what stripes they had to earn to get that blessing. So be careful what you ask for. We are living in days where we are witnessing so many things, whether you see it on a TV screen or computer screen and, or a tablet or a cell phone or as now as the, the, the world is reopening back from the pandemic, we're living in this post pandemic era. We're walking around and we're seeing things just happen in front of our eyes. We're living uh, in days that people want instant gratification. Yes, I see it all the time on social media. People want instant gratification. As much as it looks good, you don't know what, you, you know, people are going through behind closed doors. They just 
they just wanted that they don't realize that some people have gone through suffering of years. They've gone through rejections, disappointments. They've gone through depression to get to where they're at. Now, some people, yeah, they re, re, they reached overnight success. And that's that's you know, that's one one in a million. But you don't know what somebody else is going through. You don't know what what they had to go to to get what they have. And so you asking God, I want that blessing, not realizing that God, what God has for you is for you. So be careful what you ask for. Because you might just get it. You know, uh, I want to shift to another perspective of prayer and asking God, uh, you know, for about miracles in your life, for blessings in your life. Let's go to Isaiah 38, 1 through 7. From the NLT, it says, About that time, Hezekiah became deathly ill, and the prophet Isaiah, son of Amos, went to visit him. He gave the king this message. This what the Lord says. Set your affairs in order, for you are going to die. You will not recover from this illness. When Hezekiah heard this, he turned his face to the wall and prayed to the Lord. Remember, O Lord, how I have always been faithful to you and have served you single-mindedly, always doing what pleases you. Then he broke down and wept bitterly. Then this message came to to Isaiah from the Lord. Go back to Hezekiah and tell him. This is what the Lord, the God of your ancestors, David says, I have heard your prayer and seen your tears. I will add 15 years to your life and I will rescue you and this city from the king of Assyria. Yes, I will defend this city. And this is the sign from the Lord to prove that he will do as he promised. I will cause the sun's shadow to move 10 steps backward on the sundial of a haze. So the shadow on the sundial moved backwards. 10. Listen, God can move and defy Earth's science to bless you today. If you ask, King Hezekiah literally cried and prayed and asked God to deliver him to bless. And he gave him, he heard Hezekiah's cry and gave him 15 years. He literally moved the sun backwards. He defied man's logic for you. He will do it for you. All you have to do is ask. God will do the impossible. Yes, let down that pride and ask. Be faithful in your daily walk with God. It has benefits. I believe that if you are faced with a difficult need, a sickness, a job or a lack of a job, financial issues, matter issues, personal issues. If you take time. And truly believe and earnestly pray and ask God to intervene, just like he did for King Hezekiah. He can do it for you. Do you believe that? Listen, now is not the time to second guess yourself. The time has come for you to ask and believe it shall be given to you. And leads to my next point. Seek and you will find it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know, as a kid, uh, there was a game that, you know, I hated playing. I seriously hated playing hide and seek. Listen, I was always a big guy. I'm 6'3". When I was young, I looked. I was When I was five, I looked I was, I, like I was eight. When I was eight, I looked like I was 11. <laughs> so playing hide and seek, it was very difficult to play with kids, you know, my age because I've always stood out. I hated playing hide and seek. <laughs> I tell you, uh, you know, it was never fun. No matter where I hid. They will easily find me where I hid. I, it was hard to hide and play hide and seek because I was just over, you know. 
In the Merriam-Webster's definitions of the word seek, it says to try to acquire or gain. Some synonyms for that uh, word seek, it says to chase down, to hunt, to search for. So if I were to ask you, what are some things you are seeking for in your life? Like, like, you know, for some, it could be money. For others, it could be a great job or a degree or more money <laughs> or a soulmate or a best friend or a great place to live. And all of those things are great to seek for. But I want to remind you and encourage you today to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you today. Yes, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the money, the jobs, the soulmate, the friend, the peace, the blessings, the joy, all of that, the healing will be added unto you pressed down, shaken together and running over. I'm telling you, all you have to do is ask and seek first the kingdom of God. My God, above all else, you got to live righteously. And I believe that God will give you everything. I'm reminded about the story of Job. Uh, who was in the Bible? And it says he was blameless and full of integrity. He was very healthy and he was very wealthy. And in the book of Job, chapter 1, and the New Living Translation, and starts from verse 6 through 12. I'll read it, and it says, One day, the member of the heavenly court came to present themselves before the Lord, and the accuser, Satan, came with him. Where have you come from, the Lord asked Satan. Satan answered the Lord, I have been patrolling the earth, watching everything that's going on. The Lord, said, the Lord asked Satan, Have you noticed my servant Job? He's the finest man in all the earth. He is blameless, a man of complete integrity. He fears God and stays away from the evil. Satan replied to the Lord, yes, but Job has a good reason to fear God. You have always put a wall of protection around him and his mom and his property. You have made him prosper in everything he does. Look how rich he is, but reach out and take away everything he has and he will surely curse you to your face. All right, you may test him. The Lord said to Satan, do whatever you want with everything he possesses, but don't harm him physically. So Satan left the Lord's presence. So we know what happens from all there. Job laws and loses everything. He could have easily, easily caved in like many of us would have and cursed God and died. But he stayed faithful, not perfect, but he stayed faithful in his walk with God. And through all the suffering and all the loss, the loneliness, the ridicule, and even some doubt that God will bring him out. I believe Job temporarily accepted his face and was dealing with the possibility of this being it. No matter how many times his friends tried to challenge him, his beliefs, his thoughts, his faithfulness to God in the midst of such catastrophic loss and suffering, Job held on. So then we jumped into the towards the end of the book of Job. This is the part I want to want to encourage someone today. And it says chapter 42, verse 10, it says, when Job prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes. In fact, the Lord gave him twice as much as before. What? Yes. Job had got double for his trouble. 
Listen, if you're faithful in your seeking in the Lord's will in your life, if you continue to seek the Lord first, if you continue to ask and seek the Lord, he will give you double for your trouble. No matter how dark it gets, no matter how gloomy it gets, no matter how weird it gets. God hears your cries. Continue to seek him even in the midst of troubling times. I don't really know what you're going through, what you're seeking for in your life. But I came here to tell you today that seek first the things of God. Live faithfully and righteously. God will add. God will restore. God will multiply. God will provide for you. He will give you the desires of your heart if you diligently seek him first. Don't go run to the bank. Don't go run to the doctor. Seek him first. Pray. Then you can go to the bank. Then you go to the doctor. Yes. I don't tell you to forsake that and just walk blindly. But seek first. God will give you direction. God will give you wisdom. God will give you discernment. Even if you're in the midst of a tough season, how many of you believe that God will bring you out? Don't listen to that thing in your head. Don't listen to the naysayers. Don't internalize those negative reports. Don't believe that what you're seeing and, or what's happening in your life is it. It is not. It is not it. I believe that God has better and greater for you. He has a greater plan, but he wants you to seek him first. Then when you put God first, you can ask and you will receive. Then you can seek and you will find it. And you finally, my last point, you can knock and the door will be opened. I'm not a fan of rejection. I, I'm not. Many of us, I know a lot of people, I don't like to be rejected. Not at all. I even see it in my doc, my daughter, Gracie, all the time. She I don't like she doesn't like being rejected. She goes to play with kids at the park or at the gym or at camp or somewhere. And she has that expectation of when she offers to play with and participate with with the kids in their activities, they will automatically accept her and welcome her in. In most cases, it works out. But every now and again, she'll run into situations where they don't necessarily receive her or welcome her in. Then it all goes downhill. disappointment. Nobody likes disappointment. Nobody likes rejection. But one thing I love about our God is that he is always there to welcome us with open arms. No matter how much we've failed him, no matter how many times we've strayed away from him, he still loves us. He still wants to sit and spend time with us. He says in Revelations 3, verse 20 in the New NLT, it says, look. I stand at the door and knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we will share a meal together as friends. God is there. He is knocking at the door. Yes, he is leading by example. It says in the verse in the main scripture it said knock and the door will be open. But here in Revelations, it says I am. God is standing at the door and he's knocking. And he wants you to invite him in so he can dine and commune with you. He does not. And it says here, even in this in this verse in Revelations, you know, he's he's sharing. Paul is sharing with the church in Laodicea that, you know, God loves them and he's encouraging them. Basically, choose a side. Yes. Don't be lukewarm. God is standing at the door and he's knocking. If you can hear his knocking, just let him in. 
so he can so he can fellowship with you, commune with you. And it says in the book of James uh, verses uh, chapter four, verse eight says, draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts, ye double minded. Don't be lukewarm. Yes, God is standing at the door and he's knocking. He wants you to open the door and spend time with him. The opportunity is here. You know, I look at the whole knocking at the door as it's an opportunity. Jesus is saying in Matthew 7, verse 7, it says, basically, when you are in communion and fellowship with him, you can ask and you will receive. You can seek and you will find. And you can knock and that door of opportunity will be open. He's already set the example, y'all. He is standing at the door to your heart knocking. He is showing you you can do the same. Knock at the door. He is there waiting for you. You know, you don't have to worry about being rejected. Like me or my daughter, Gracie. We don't like being rejected. <laughs> he showed us by example that if you let him let him in, if you draw close to him, he will draw close to you. So if you strayed away from that door, no matter how long you've been away or how far you've strayed away, come back and knock. And that door of opportunity will be open. No questions asked. See, God sent his only son to take that sting of sin, shame, regret. Not to condemn you, judge you, but he sent Jesus to love you. He came, Jesus came down to the earth as a man in flesh. He lived among us. He took that weight when he got to Calvary. Shed his blood, died on the cross for you. The opportunity is here. Ask. Seek. Knock. The opportunity is here. Here's an invitation for those today. Many of us have needs. Many of us have desires. Many of us have dreams. Some of us are desperate. Some of us are just in, in a place of expectation. Some of us are dealing with bad news. And uh, some of us are just dealing with no news. But we are here today in this virtual space to simply commune with God. Take a moment to connect with God. Worship Him. Ask. Seek. Knock. The opportunities today. I want to pray with you today. I want to pray for that, that person who strayed away and had, may have ignored that knock that, that Jesus was at the door and you've ignored that one. You know, sometimes when, when somebody's soliciting in your neighborhood, you, they knock on the door, ring the doorbell, and we ignore it because we don't want to be bothered. Yeah, that, I'm talking to that person. 
Jesus has been looking for you. You're lost. I want to pray with you. I want, to re- I want you to, to, to really, really take time and hear me today. God needs you. Your church needs you. Your family needs you. You've been seeking help, asking all sorts of people, whether it's a lender, whether it's a friend, whether it's a cousin, whether it's a mate, whether uh, 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 a, a stranger. But God is looking for you to seek him. Ask, seek and knock. And whatever you ask, he will give. Whatever you seek, you will find. Whatever knock, opportunity you knock at the door, that that opportunity will open. But you have to be connected to God. So this is an opportunity for you to connect with God. You want to say this prayer? If you want to be saved, you want to rededicate your life to Christ this morning, I want you to repeat this prayer with me. Let's pray. Say, Father, I am a sinner. Forgive me. I want to be saved today. So I acknowledge you sending your only son to die on the cross, but get up on that third day with all power in his hands to save me. So today I acknowledge that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. I recognize that he died for me. And whatever I ask in his name, whatever I seek for, I will find. And whatever opportunities At that door, I can knock and those opportunities will open. Today, I can declare that I am saved. I am saved and I am saved. I am excited for your future today. For that person, that one person who has reconnected their lives to Christ. They're no longer depending on systems of man, but they are solely relying on God to ask, to seek and to knock. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I am so excited. If you have said that prayer today, say it in the comments. We want to walk this journey with you. If you want to discuss further of this journey, you can email us at info at Also, if you want to be a member As you can see, we're doing some great things as we're getting ready to return home in the fall. Our church is being freshened up and renewed and we're we're, we're just we're just making room for a new season. We would love for you to be a part of our family. And if you want to be a part of our family, whether virtually or in person, please let us know in the comments or email us at info at St. Hey, family, we pray that this word has encouraged and inspired you. And right where you are, go ahead and subscribe to this podcast so that you can listen to the word of God each and every single week. If you want to know more information about St. Luke Garland or if you want to sew, please visit our website at stlukegarland.org. We'll see you next week.